moving to this place of awareness allows more understanding and insight to unfold, as well as the downsides of feeling really stuffed with food, you might have noticed some benefits or upsides. In other words, how the fullness is helping or trying to help in some way or other. And that allows it to gradually start making a little bit more sense. Welcome to the Yo-Yo Freedom Podcast. This is the place to learn actionable step-by-step tools and strategies to help you stop binging or overeating and start feeling relaxed and confident around food so that you can show up for your life on your terms. I'm Gemma Keys, and I know firsthand what it's like to feel out of control around food and trapped in the pain of binge eating and body shame. There is a way out. Keep listening to discover your path to food freedom. Hello and welcome. It is wonderful to have you here. Following on from a couple of episodes ago, where we started to explore hunger. In episode 14, it was about how to begin to experience hunger, how to begin to use it as a guide rather than something to be avoided at all costs. In today's episode, we're going to move on to feeling full. So exploring what it's like and why we need to get to that stage of feeling absolutely stuffed with food. So often when eating is throwing up problems, our focus is very much on the food, the eating, the consequences that feel terrible, like weight gain, feeling awful emotionally, spending too much money, and all that self-judgment, that voice in your head that tells you, I'm disgusting, I'm out of control, I'm useless, no one can know about this. While all that's going on, we often forget to look at why it might make sense to want to feel full. What do we get out of it? So today we're going to take a look at getting full to bursting from a slightly different perspective, which is to consider what might make sense about it, the need, the desire to feel so full, because with that perspective, you can actually begin to shift the balance and ease back a little from needing to reach that level of fullness. And these are the steps that we're going to go through in this episode. First, how to grow in awareness of that feeling of fullness without only focusing on the bad or the negative. Secondly, opening to understanding why you want to get to that really, really full or stuffed stage. Thirdly, the benefits of acknowledging and validating how the fullness makes sense. And lastly, how to access compassionate, focused support to begin to ease back from needing to reach that place of feeling so very full. So to begin, I'm going to ask you to create a picture in your mind. As you create this picture, simply observe Allow any judgment or criticism to be suspended for just a few minutes so that you can open to watching from a place of curiosity and openness, perhaps even intrigue. As you watch, imagine the tenderness you might show a dear friend, a family member you're really close to, or to a beloved pet. 
See if you can access that tenderness, that support and love, no matter what the challenge, and use the same words and thoughts and feelings and interpretations toward yourself as you go. So to begin, picture yourself for a moment after a binge or a time when you felt out of control around food and eaten in a way you wish you hadn't. At that point where the eating stops and there's a feeling of being full or really full or even stuffed with food. I've been there so many times before that I can really feel it in a visceral level in my body, even though it's not happening right at this very moment. Are you there watching the scene? If you need to, move slightly backwards in your visualisation so that you can become an observer of yourself. By doing that, you're creating a little crack of distance, which is much more likely to allow you to open to a different type of understanding or a new perspective. As you create that picture of yourself and observe what's happening, give the fullness a rating on a scale of 1 to 10. We'll use the same scale I introduced in episode 14 about how to use hunger as a guide. So as a reminder, that scale covered fullness too. And it's really helpful to just use this tool to notice and create data around your physical experience. Plus one represents the first hint of satisfaction. Plus two is the first clear sign of being satiated or satisfied. Five is where... The fullness is distracting, maybe needing to loosen your waistband or feeling fatigued or lacking in concentration. And 10 is where you're completely taken down by the extent of the fullness, where you can't do anything much and maybe you're even asleep. The remaining numbers on the scale just slot in. So in the picture you've just formed and from your position as an observer What number would you give the physical experience of fullness after a binge or an overeating session? Again, just a reminder that this is a place to simply notice, not to judge, not to jump into opinions, which I for sure always wanted to do. But see if you can just watch, watch that picture from a step back and Give yourself or your experience that you're watching a rating just to help you understand more about it. And then extend that noticing to a more detailed look at the sensations in the body. Is there any discomfort, perhaps bloating or gas, reflux or a headache? Or as you watch, do you notice there's a bit of numbness as if very little is being felt at all? How would the person you're watching, that version of you, describe how they were feeling? And what's going on in their mind? What are they telling themselves about about what they've just eaten and how they're feeling? Are they beating themselves up or is their mind quiet as if the food has dumbed down any whirring thoughts? How are their emotions Are they feeling anything intensely like, for example, shame or disgust or hopelessness? Or are they zoned out, all their emotions flatlined, so they're not feeling much at all? Maybe they're no longer feeling stress or loneliness or boredom or 
dejection, (laughs) that's a bit of a tongue twister, Um, dejection that they were feeling before, or maybe it's something completely different. Keep picturing that version of yourself when you're feeling really full. How would the person in that picture describe what's going on for them? Their body, their self-talk, their emotions, maybe their energy too. The state they were in and the state that they're in now. When this was me, my body felt like a huge lump, usually lying on the sofa, kind of like a sandbag. It felt heavy, but in a comforting way. It felt filled up, and obviously it was, and relaxed, virtually asleep. It was as if nothing could be expected of me because I had no energy or ability to even move much. My mind was a mixture of relief at being able to zone out and drown out my thoughts. And also, I was full of shame and disgust and despair that what I'd just done wasn't going to take me anywhere closer to living a life I actually wanted to be living. I told myself I was a failure and a waste of space, that I couldn't even make it with the advantages that I already had. And then I beat myself up even more for being so self-indulgent. And my emotions, yes, disgust, despair, embarrassment, as well as hiding all the evidence of what I'd done, I wanted to hide away from the world. An underlying itch and niggle of feeling out of place was overridden by much stronger emotions. They didn't feel as good, but at least I could attribute them to the specific action of binging rather than uh, that sense of dis-ease that I could never quite put my finger on. Now, none of that has to be reasoned with or argued with or interrogated. It may not make sense to anyone else. In some ways, I guess, it might not make sense to you. But this process is simply about uncovering it, seeing or hearing what was going on for you and increasing your awareness just a bit. Where did the feelings of fullness take you? What did you get away from and what did you move toward? Just take a moment and see if you notice anything at all as you watch that picture of yourself and allow the communications of the experience to come to you. Moving to this place of awareness allows more understanding and insight to unfold As well as the downsides of feeling really stuffed with food, you might have noticed some benefits or upsides. In other words, how the fullness is helping or trying to help in some way or other. And that allows it to gradually start making a little bit more sense. In the example I gave of myself, I noticed how a feeling of extreme fullness offered me relaxation and comfort and even a reason to rest. It enabled me to zone out of a constant and uncomfortable analysis of my life, the value of it and whether I was making the most of it. And it helped me move away from feeling as if I didn't fit in or that there was something wrong with me by actually giving my brain a reason, a specific problem that I could attribute my unease to. 
the binging created that problem and a reason for feeling bad about myself so I could focus on what I ate rather than who I was as a person. Once I understood that and I understood the benefits or the upside of getting to that stage of feeling so full, it really made sense why I was eating so much. And that validation in itself allowed me to relax just a touch and begin to open to different ways of feeling a tiny bit better. So I wonder what did you notice or what do you notice when you're already feeling really full or even stuffed that makes sense to you? That rather than being an outright rejection of there being any benefit at all, instead gets that little eyebrow raise of inquiry or interest. Some more examples of reasons for reaching that point of feeling really full or stuffed might include things like not wanting to waste the food or the money spent on the food. And that's something I talked about more in the last episode, episode 15. It might be to find relief from a feeling of deprivation, either from the restriction of being on a diet or from the rules around good foods or bad foods that have been gathered and sort of absorbed over the years. I'm guessing you know those ones like low-fat diets keep you healthy so stock up on rice cakes and fat-free yogurts or oh no the more cheese and nuts and bacon the better it's carbs that cause all the problems or even the really simple good or bad food rules like a banana good or bad a potato good or bad ice cream well bad (laughs) but those are the kind of food rules that can easily filter into our heads, either in a straightforward way or just causing even more confusion. Another reason to wanting to feel really full can be to stop the cravings for a bit, so you don't need to continue to battle against them. Eating till stuffed can also take away the need for any decision-making around what you're going to eat, so there's an end to the internal debate or rationalising, just not having to decide what or whether to eat. It's a form of giving yourself a break for once to just be able to eat it all. Or food can attempt to fill an emotional hole, an empty space inside where it feels as though something's missing because filling up on food can be a subconscious effort to feel love or comfort or connection or contentment and who doesn't want to feel all those things? Another thing fullness can do, whether it's conscious or unconscious, is to create a form of safety Something's come up, maybe an old feeling of suspicion or a memory of being humiliated or some kind of diet trauma or a schedule that has no room for any autonomy and self-expression. So you feel trapped when something like that comes up or even a hint of an old feeling or experience. It can be as if the food swoops in like Superman, I guess, to save you from having to face it again. It says, oh no, you are not going back there, even if you're not consciously aware of that being the case at the time. And feeling stuffed can also change the energetic state of the body. 
For example, it can lower nervous energy or tension as if it's quietening a constant pinball machine of anxiety that rarely quietens down on its own. In other words, eating can be a way to regulate the nervous system, to create a sense of equilibrium. I'm guessing some of those might resonate. Just notice what draws your attention and interest. Keep asking, what might a feeling of fullness have to offer me? How might it make sense? And as you ask what fullness might have to offer you, how it might make sense, remember what we touched on at the beginning of this episode, drawing on the support and understanding and validation that you'd offer a dear friend or a loved one. As you notice what's happening for you, What might you think or say or do if that person you love was going through a similar experience or a similar challenge? Maybe you'd offer them reassurance, kind words, a reminder that you love them no matter what, that they're important and that they matter, that they haven't given up, they're still looking for answers and that's amazing. Perhaps you would ask them what they need or how you can be there for them in a way that makes sense and that they need. Try to say or do those things, but direct them towards yourself. And as you treat yourself with that tenderness and compassion, do you notice a shift away from self-criticism and judgment and toward more support and connection? Whatever comes up for you, just continue to pay attention If it feels good, if it nurtures and encourages you to love and believe in yourself no matter what the circumstances you're in or what's just happened, keep going. Repeat it more often because feeling good and supporting yourself directly in these kind of ways will really, really help you continue to move through this process of understanding the binging or the overeating and gradually easing away from it. And the final area we're going to address is what next? We've moved through the steps of increasing awareness and noticing how fullness feels to opening to understanding any upside of feeling stuff that might be there to acknowledging how the fullness makes sense. So validating why it's happening And then to talking to yourself and treating yourself with compassion, tenderness and support. A key question to ask next is the very simple, what do you need? Ask the person you're picturing in the visualisation, what do you need, sweetheart? I'm here for you, how can I help you? It's amazing the insight that question can bring up if there's a little time and space to mull it over. It might be kind words or a small supportive next step. Sometimes simply having heard and acknowledged the reasons for reaching a state of being really full or stuffed with food can be enough to create more of a sense of relaxation and calm inside. And often there's another little supportive thought or action that can be really helpful and also continue to be used again and again. 
here are some examples of what that small step, thought or action might look like based on some of the scenarios that we've already discussed. One might be offering a reassurance to your body, something like, I promise I'm never going to diet to extremes again. When you, i.e. your body, needs food, I will eat. I promise not to ignore you. Or you might repeat sentences and commit to actions like, I see you reach for food when you need to rest. I'm going to look for ways to create the opportunity for rest, even just for five or ten minutes in the day. Or maybe you might like to tell yourself, I'm unique and I'm loved. I'm going to continue to keep looking for what's right for me until I find it. That sort of reassurance of continued action can just be an affirmation that can help settle your system. There may be places to create the chance of connection. I'm a huge fan of having a cuppa in a local coffee shop, but there's also opportunities in a visit to a chemist or a newsagent because they can just create those regular affirming moments of exchanging a few words and a smile, like a micro connection where you're recognised as a person and an individual by a friendly face. Or putting into words what you've noticed, something like, I see that I want to eat because I feel agitated and unnerved. For now, I'm just going to look around me and remind myself I'm safe in this moment and see what happens next. In that situation, where there could be the pinball machine of anxious or tense energy, a breathing technique can be really helpful to settle your nervous system. There are so many out there, but this I like this one because it's so easy to remember. And it's called the 345 technique. It just means breathing in for a count of three, holding for four, and breathing out for a count of five, which just makes the exhalation a bit longer. Another way to ground your nervous system is to get outside and to see something natural, the sky, a tree or a flower, or even to stroke a pet. I love my cat, so that works for me almost every time. So those might be options to experiment with so that you can feel a little bit more settled when your mind might be moving towards feeling agitated or anxious. Or maybe the next small step is simply to carry a snack in your bag so that you have something ready and don't need to decide what to eat because it's already there. A way to calm the chatter in your brain or any worry about not having enough to eat or having to make a decision. And keep watching and noticing. How does the fullness make sense? What feels like compassion and understanding rather than judgment? What might a tiny step towards support look like for you? As you try new things, maybe you see a shift from reaching a plus eight on the fullness scale to reaching a plus seven. Keep noticing, keep validating your real lived experience And the more you repeat this process, the more you'll move toward what you really and deeply want and need.
So to wrap up, reaching a place of being physically full, even stuffed, can have a purpose all of its own. It's by opening to what that purpose or what that need might be from a place of zero judgment and as an observer that you can begin to uncover what it is that you might really be looking for. I invite you to practice these next four steps yourself. Number one, notice what you're gaining from the fullness. Number two, open to understanding why it's happening. Number three, if it makes sense for you, just to acknowledge that. Number four, and continue to treat yourself with compassion, tenderness and kindness so that you can begin to understand more about what fullness means for you, so that you can begin to give yourself support in small ways that will gradually take you closer and closer to what you really want and what you really need. And if you'd like more ideas of different ways to help you pull away from binge eating or feeling out of control around food, check out my free guide, Eight Simple Strategies to Break the Binge Eating Cycle. You can find it in the show notes or you can go to yoyofreedom.com forward slash 17. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to the Yo-Yo Freedom podcast for more insight, tools and support as you pull back from binging and overeating and step into your most authentic, vibrant life. If you found this episode helpful, it would be wonderful if you'd take a moment to rate the Yo-Yo Freedom podcast on whichever platform you listen on. Thank you so much. Bye-bye for now.